0: Our souls' country. So yeah we are to lift up holy name. That's Soul TC. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah to the King. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah to the King. Let the Lord be praised. I praise His holy name. Keep my feet, Lord. Keep my feet, Lord. I will praise You all of my days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: All right, so good day. So good day, everyone, again. Um, It's a pleasure being here another Monday. Today, I would like to talk about why say what you have When you can have what you see, So all scriptures will be taken from the King James Version. And um, as I always encourage persons, spend time reading the word on a daily basis. Even if it's at least one or two chapters a day. And prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return because he will be returning soon. So brethren if when the elohim of genesis chapter 1 verse 1 desired a universe the eternal word even one of the three that bear record in heaven which was stated in first john chapter 5 verse 7 by saying what god desired brought same into existence out of that which was not seen so if when the original earth of genesis chapter 1 verse 1 became without form and void, as indicated in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, the said eternal word restored our solar system to the state that it is in today. So can you not see that amongst the most powerful forces in this universe is the spoken word of God? Then when God wanted Adam, the head of the human race, to know that he was capable of decreeing a thing, and have same established by him. He brought all the land-based animals before Adam to see what he would call them, and whatsoever he called them, that was the name thereof. So based on what was just said, and the facts that we have as confirmation in the scriptures, we know that mankind that was created in the image and likeness of God and given dominion rights in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 28 and the right to decree a thing in Genesis chapter 2 verse 19 to 20 and have it established by God does not have to accept anything that the devil has introduced into planet earth. For by the law of decree, as originally demonstrated by Adam in Genesis chapter 2, verses 19 to 23, and later documented again in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 12 to 14, Joshua chapter 1, verse 6 to 9, and Job chapter 22, verses 21 to 29, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that all those who truly trust in God can also have what they say. So, the following list, therefore, that I'm about to mention, catalogues some outstanding Old and New Testament saints who, against all odds, by agreeing with God, got what they said. So, accordingly, let us consider firstly Father Abraham, who, when he was going to Mount Moriah to sacrifice his son Isaac, Told the young men who were accompanying him the following words Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. That was taken from Genesis chapter 22, verse 5. And as said, Abraham and Isaac did return. So Abraham, by decreeing, got what he said. Then when Isaac said to his father, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham replied, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering that was read from Genesis chapter 22 verse 8. As expected, Abraham, by decreeing again, surely got what he said now with respect to jacob who wrestled with an angel who asked to be released but whose request was refused by jacob who demanded instead that the angel bless him before he would be allowed to go got the blessing which he demanded as the following verses show and he said let me go for the day breaketh." And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has thou power with God and with men, and has prevailed. And he blessed him there. So that was read from Genesis chapter 32, verse 26 to 29. So, as you can see, Jacob got the blessing which he demanded of the angel, and so can you. So, as regards the meekest man, Moses, when he was faced with what seemed like certain death for the host of Israel, by decreeing, he said the following Fear ye not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and he shall hold your peace. So that was read from Exodus chapter 14 verses 13 to 14. So having said the above, God instructed Moses what to do. Then God did what he alone could have done. And by daybreak, all of the Egyptian army and their horsemen were dead. Even as Moses had decreed in Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 to 14. Now see Exodus chapter 14, verses 26 to 28 for confirmation. Now let's look at Joshua. When faced with the powerful armies of the Amorites, after having spoken to the Lord, commanded the sun and the moon to stand still. Now the following excerpt accordingly confirms what Joshua did. So that is taken from Joshua chapter 10 verses 12 to 14 which states, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Joshua? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it, that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. So I read that from Joshua chapter 10, verses 12 to 14. So let's look at Caleb. Caleb, who in the face of the 10 spies, who caused Israel to cry all night, after hearing their evil reports, along with Joshua, tore their clothes and said the following, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land, If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land that floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not yet ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us, their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones, which is taken from Numbers chapter 14, verses 7 to 10. And the history of Israel's deliverance from Egypt to Canaan, it's well known. So for all the men of war who were delivered from Egyptian bondage, but refused to believe God to give them the land to inherit it, died in the wilderness. But Caleb and Joshua And those who were born in the wilderness inherited the promised land. So Caleb and Joshua got what they said in Numbers chapter 14 verses 7 to 10. And did in fact inherit the land of promise. And again, I reiterate, so can you, if you will, but trust God too. Now with respect to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they too got what they said. For when given an ultimatum to worship Nebuchadnezzar's golden image or be thrown into a raging fiery furnace, they said the following, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So that was read from Daniel chapter 3 verses 17 to 18. So brethren, we all knew what happened. The men who threw the Hebrew boys into the fire were killed instantly by the heat of the furnace But the three God-fearing and God-believing Hebrew boys got what they said. And glory to God, for he is mighty to save indeed. And I reiterate again, we too can have what we say. If we would but trust God and diligently follow his law of decree. So with respect to Elijah, he decreed before King Ahab that there will be no rain nor dew for some three years, according to his word, which we read in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1. And as was expected, there was none. Now having decreed the above, he was instructed by God to go to a certain brook to get water to drink, while God provided him with bread and flesh, transported to him by ravens. But the brook dried up after a while. Then when sent by God to a widow to sustain him, she was done to her last meal when he got there. And when he requested that she make him a cake, she informed him that she was gathering some sticks to cook the final meal for herself and her son before they both died. Then said Elijah, Fear not, go and do as you have said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after make for thee and for thy son. That is read from First Kings chapter 17 verse 13. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruse of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. That's 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 14 to 15. So following this victory, the widow's son died. And having taken him to the loft where Elijah abode, Elijah cried unto the Lord. And after having stretched himself three times upon the child, said, O Lord, my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. So that was Elijah decree. Verse 22 and the lord heard the voice of elijah and the soul of the child came into him again and he revived so that is first kings chapter 17 verses 21 to 22. so following that episode mentioned just now elijah now he challenged the prophets of baal to see whose god was able to answer by fire and they agreed He then allowed them the first option to offer to Baal their prepared sacrifice. However, when Baal did not respond to their cries and frantic screams, Elijah prepared his sacrifice for his God and soaked his offering three times with water. Then by calling upon his God, even the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, to prove himself that he is God and that he, Elijah, was his servant and that he had done these things according to his words. Elijah then called upon his God to let Israel know that he was the Lord God and that he had turned their hearts back again to him. Having said that, the fire fell and consumed Elijah's water-drenched burnt offering. So following this victory, Elijah killed all the prophets of Baal. Thus, by decreeing what he desired, he was able to turn back the hearts of the children Israel to their God. And although more examples can be cited with respect to Elijah's miraculous exploits, we must now turn our attention to another prophet who, decreeingly, also got... What he said so let's look at Elisha as for Elisha he performed twice as many miracles as Elijah by decreeing accordingly when the wife of a former prophet complained to him that her husband died and had left her indebted to certain creditors who were about to take her two sons and make them bondmen for his outstanding debts, he instructed her how to get out of that situation. Having been told that all she had was a little oil in her house, Elisha then instructed her to borrow empty containers from her neighbors. Moreover, he further instructed her to lock herself, along with her sons, in her house, and fill up the containers with the oil that she had. And we all know that the oil only stopped increasing when she ran out of empty containers in which to put oil. Elisha then instructed her to sell her miracle oil. And when she sold it, she was able to clear her husband's debts and she had enough money remaining to take care of herself and her two sons for the rest of their lives. So that's 2nd Kings chapter 4 verses 1 to 7. So by passing daily a certain route, Elisha's saintly deportment attracted the attention of a certain rich woman of Shunim, who talked her husband into preparing a room for the prophet. Having received such good treatment, he requested of the woman, what kindness would she accept in return? she declined his offer on the grounds that she had no need. However, upon finding out that she was childless, having called her, he decreed that within one year, she would embrace her own son. And as she decreed, she conceived and had a son the very next year. So this was the good for the lady and her husband. But listen to this. When her son had reached an age where he began to assist them in the fields, the enemy struck him down with a headache so that he died. By this time, however, her faith in God had zenith. Therefore, she decided to go for Elisha to raise her son back to life. Now while on her way to Elisha, he saw her coming. And sent Gehazi his servant to ask her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she replied, It is well. So that's 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 26. And when he reached by her house, the child was dead and was lying on his bed. So he shut the door upon them both. Then he prayed to the Lord. Then having stretched himself upon the child three times, the child revived, and his mother was called, who took her living child away with her. That's 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 37. And as we read from 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 26, she also got what she said. And we must not forget Job, who, when mocked by his unprofitable comforters said the following but he knoweth the way that i take when he had tried me i shall come forth as gold that's job chapter 23 verse 10 so brethren not only did job come forth as gold but after being instructed by god to pray for his friends who mocked and wrongly accused him of paying for his past sins, God restored him to perfect health, then gave him double for his trouble, and in addition, even gave him real gold too. So that's Job chapter 42, verses 10 to 17. Now in the New Testament, brethren, we see Mary being visited by Gabriel, who informed her, that she was highly favored by God to be the mother of his son. Being a virgin, she asked for an explanation concerning his proposal. Having been briefed concerning the dynamics of God's proposal, Mary responded accordingly. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. So that is taken from Luke chapter 1 verse 38. And the rest is history, for she got what she agreed to, and became the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, based on what was said, more can be written to show that Jesus always got what he said. I hereby suggest that these few examples being mentioned today should suffice to understand why say what you have when you can have what you say. So the following accordingly refers. When Jesus' mother requested of him that he provide some wine for a wedding celebration, when the wine had run out, he gave the following instructions. Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast, And they bear it, as we read in John chapter 2, verses 78. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the wine, which Jesus had made with water only, he called for the bridegroom and chided him for keeping the good wine for last. So from John chapter 2, verses 78, brethren, we know that Jesus got what he said. So when faced with the demon afflicted, Jesus simply commanded the spirits to leave, and they did. Then too, when faced with a storm on the Sea of Galilee, all he said was, Peace, be still. So that was taken from Mark chapter 4 verse 39. And when faced with Jairus' dead daughter, Jesus said unto the child, Talitha komai, which is to say, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise and she immediately arose as we read in mark chapter 5 verses 41 to 42 then when his friend lazarus was dead for four days and was buried jesus shouted lazarus come forth and he that was dead came forth still wearing his grave clothes so that was taken from john chapter 11 verse 43 so brethren When the multitude which followed Jesus needed food, Jesus, by blessing five loaves and two fishes and seven loaves and a few fishes, fed five and four thousand men respectively beside women and children, as we read in Mark chapter 6 verse 35 and 8 chapter 1. So finally, when confronted by certain detractors, Jesus said, destroy this temple and in three days i will raise it up that's taken from john chapter 2 verse 19 and as said by jesus he rose from the dead in three days read luke chapter 24 verses 45 to 46 for the confirmation that jesus got what he said in john chapter 2 verse 19 very early in his public ministry. Finally, and most importantly, the greatest example that can be cited to prove that we can have what we see concerns Jesus' declaration that he would be put to death, but that he would rise from the dead the third day, which is cataloged in this following example being mentioned now. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. So that was taken from Luke chapter 24 verse 21. And after his resurrection, Jesus gave us the following confirmation. And said unto them, Thus it is written, And thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, as we read in Luke chapter 24, verse 46. So as I close, all the references mentioned today, therefore, are but some of the examples that inform us that Jesus always got what he said. So as I conclude, by the God-ordained law of decree, ceded to mankind in Genesis chapter 2, verses 19 to 23, Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 12 to 15, Job chapter 22 verses 19 to 29, and demonstrated by Jesus in Mark chapter 11 verses 23 to 25. We too can have what we see, even today. So brethren, that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week, Monday again. Please prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return because he will be returning soon. Spend time reading your Bibles on a daily basis. Have a safe and productive week. Remember that Jesus Christ loves you and I love you. So have a blessed day. All
0: right, coming out from Tobago, son and daughter of his my Jordan, little